When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside the locker room, it's time to head to the coaching corner. Yes, that's right. It's back, the uh, all uh, fan favourite coach's corner. And just remember this, thanks to Bedpost, our good friends, helping Kiwis get a good night's sleep since 1991. And I'll tell you someone who must have had a good sleep uh, over the weekend is, is the coach of the Central Pulse, Yvette McCausland, Jury. Yvette, uh, kia ora, welcome in. Kia ora, I'm here. Sorry, oh, not sure what happened there. No, no, don't worry. It's so good to hear your voice and we've got you here. Welcome into the show, first of all. How did you sleep the other night after uh, going up a top-of-the-table clash? It must have been good coming home and, and tucking yourself in. Oh, look, every time you get a win, even though we've had some very, very close margins, it makes a big difference. But, you know, really proud of the group Um on Sunday night, it was a really big task, but I thought there were a number of players' match performances, so it was pleasing. Yvette, we, we caught up uh, just after round two, which which feels like such a long time ago now how we've got into mm. the season. And I remember you, we, you were telling me that you were so glad that pre-season was over and you thought the performances were patchy and inconsistent, but the team had lots of potential. Do you think the team's reached that potential or how, how far off are we? Yeah, look, I think there's definitely been progress. Um, that you know, four losses in a row, although most of them were within one goal. It was, uh, I guess, for me, just we knew that there were a number of new combinations that needed time to settle, and and the hope that they were going to settle reasonably quickly. And I've been really pleased with where they've got to, but I still think there's more in us. I don't think we've played to our full potential as yet. I think. In some games, we've had some really great attacking work and at times we've struggled to get ball defensively and other times the defence have been really in control and the attacks have struggled. So, um, look, I, I, you know, you're always hoping for that ultimate performance and every week you get an opportunity to be a little bit better and I think incrementally we've done that. Yvette, just, just going back to the this weekend's round uh, game against the, the Mystics, I just want to talk to you about uh, Grace Wickey. Now, we know that Grace is not your, your stereotypical goal shoot. She is quite the freak of nature and uh, is continuing to lead uh, the league in, in goals. So how did you guys manage to slow her down, especially coming out in that first quarter? Yeah, I think there's a number of things. We, you know, obviously worked really hard to make sure that we had over ball that we were working you know to keep them up and off circle edge and challenging their view their direct view in but you know the height of Kelly um, up against the height of of Grace that's a start there's some you know some challenge in terms of view but what we did see and we thought it was going to happen after quarter one is they really opened up and put that ball in and, and fought their way back in I think they got within three one part so we did expect that was going to come and that's a really hard thing to to hold back but I think, like you say, the start's really important and it just shifts the pressure from you as the team onto the other team to have to chase and we've been in plenty of those positions this year and it's not a, not a comfortable space to be. So the start was a really key part. 
What, what was your sort of reaction and and points to the team at the end of that first quarter? I mean, being up by 10 goals in the first is not something we're used to seeing, especially against a team of the Mystics calibre. So what was sort of uh, what was sort of said in that quarter-time break to, to sort of encourage the team to go out there and, and keep the foot on the gas? Yeah, well, mostly we recognised that there would be some repercussions um, of that. So great to get a good start, but we were realistic that they hadn't... Um, played their best potential at that point and we were really just talking about what do we need to consolidate and that was continuing to get up and over ball, trying to deny that ability to get to circle edge and for Kelly just to keep maintaining movement. There were times when potentially Grace was open but they just hadn't given her the ball and we thought that was going to come. So um, that was a key part defensively but on attack uh, probably our biggest challenge at that point was just the rate at which we were scoring. So trying to be really efficient about how quickly we could get ball down, um, the accuracy of the feed and the placement, really aware with the two Silfern defenders in there. Um, for Amelia, just making sure that she had um, line of sight to the feeders. So it was a bit about both ends. And for me, it's it's never about overly celebrating one thing. Uh, we pretty much stay the same and we think about a 0-0 start. So each quarter you've got to start again and flush that one and assume you're back at the start point of um, no goals and you've got to build another piece. Yvette, let's just talk about your mid-court, uh, your starting mid-court for a second. Uh, Whitney Soonis, Maddie Gordon and Farmer Yuani. I've been so impressed uh, with the versatility of the mid-court and the combinations with both the attack end and the defensive end. Has there sort of been a system that your mid-court has been using to excel at this rate? Yeah, look, I just think that I've got amazing, sounds pretty simple, but amazing ball skills. Yeah. They can pass and catch anything that's given and I think they have a massive commitment to whatever's sent towards them they'll take they have really strong running lines they've got good pace and power and so they've got the ability to play on the ground at pace but also get into the air if that's required and inside that next piece um, has been about our defensive Christiana and and Farmu having a really strong attacking game. Mm. So they are able to bring the ball down, release the pressure off that front line who can get themselves organised. And I think the other thing for us is we've worked hard to play with both length and width. And that sounds really simple, but it's often when there's people in front of you, the courage to use space, um, either as somebody moving into it or a ball being placed into that space sometimes gets lost. So uh, Tiana's a big part of that as well. She has absolute power and her ability to really use um, the court. But the, the growth that I've seen in that front line, those three in particular, um, is just that patience with the ball. We've in the past been a little bit erratic and let ball go. It's been a, you know more 50-50 than guaranteed. But I'm seeing a lot more composure in their decision-making, just that ability to stop and check, uh, but at the same time have... Um, the, the mix where they can play with pace. So I think that's there's a real shift in their confidence around each other and that combination is built over the season and just the fact that whatever they're sent, uh, they'll do everything they can for each other to pull the ball in. Yeah, well, you, you said quite a few times there, it sounds really simple and, and to, vet, to the to the blind mm. eye, it looks very simple. It's got your top of the table and it just seems so seamless. So it's really interesting to break it down and what was going on there. Hey, I know that I love to mention to you that the youngest team on average, the, the Pulse, but but the leadership and, and the maturity that is portrayed not only on the court but off it is, is, is truly inspiring to watch. But 
let's just focus on one of your young players, someone who stepped into uh, the, the shoes of Alia Dunn, who is not easy uh, to, to step into those shoes at all. Amelia Wormsley, she's been uh, the, the one that everybody wants to talk about this year. How impressed have you been uh, with her growth and maturity, uh, both as a person and her game on court? Yeah, absolutely. And as you mentioned, the leadership across the court's really important. It's a piece that we've talked a lot about is if you can grow your internal leadership and everybody knows their role and mm-hmm. has clarity around how they bring strength onto the court and what strengths they bring off the court, then you've got that ability to, one, um, respectfully know why change happens and respectfully understand what everybody brings. So I think that has been a really big growth in this group. But certainly in terms of Amelia, I think she's really, we've just seen shift every single week. This isn't where we thought she was going to be at this stage. She's taken her opportunities. She's growing every week. It hasn't been easy. I mean, everybody's seen at times where emotionally she's been a bit distraught at times with different um, parts of the game, but she just has a real tenacity to stay on task. She's coachable. She's open to learning. She tries every week to just be that little bit better. And we know every time she goes out there as a young player, she's really anxious. She has a huge respect for everybody um, that she plays against and and she forgets that people actually respect her. So Hmm. I think it's been neat to see the growth. I'm I'm also really aware of the, the work that goes on and the Maddies and Whitney and Tiana to make sure that they are allow her just to focus on her task and they pick up little bits, you know, a little bit extra here and there to make sure that that placement is accurate, to make sure that the movement is strong so that they're pulling defence away from her and um, and they just keep giving her ball and they always show faith and trust and I think when you're, you know, developing an evolving player for your teammates to continue to show faith in you, it, can, it you know, helps build your own confidence. 100%. You guys down there at the, the pulse of it, just just talk me through how do you guys grow uh, your connections with each other? Uh, maybe it's something you do off court as a group, but you're, you're so right. Everything is in harmony. Everyone understands their role. How do you get your players to that uh, sort of level? Yeah, I think it's it's a real privilege to have a small group. We have only 10 players in the group. And so for me, it's uh, for me making sure that I'm really clear about what points of difference they bring that when you put somebody on the court, it's, you don't want them to replicate the person who's come off, otherwise you'd have left them on. So to talk openly about what they bring as a unit, why we'd make the change, what difference we're looking for, um, how that would work, I think that's a really important piece that I think we've worked really hard on, so that clarity is, is huge. And then the consistency for us around, this is what we expect, this is what we think you're capable of, and these are the little tweaks you need to make. So we're not asking for big change. We're not asking them to do things that are not beyond them, but to think about a strength-based approach. Think about, you know, for me, it's always looking for what they're good at and accentuating the positives all the time, accentuating where where they're adding value, um, whether that be on and off the court. I think that's a really important piece. And the last bit really is if you take time uh, for all of us in that group to get to know each other, we then have the ability to see when our mates may be under a bit of pressure. We then know how to respond. We start to learn some cues about performance, and that can be in a training week. It could be, you know, just watching them as they arrive at training. The iometer is as strong as anything else in terms of feedback. So, yeah, really genuinely creating an environment where they can be them. Uh, they have the ability to, you know, grow in that space, and importantly, they know that individual growth will add to collective growth. 
Yvette, I know you probably get told this a million times every year, but you are amazing. You are an absolute mastermind. I want to join the Pulse. Can I come down and be part of the environment next year? I mean, it just sounds spectacular. Absolutely. What you're doing down there. I'll come down with Steffi. Yeah, me and Mark yeah, Stafford coming absolutely. down. So we'll be down. Hey, Yvette, just before I let you go, I just wanted to sort of ask you a question around, now you haven't secured at the grand final spot yet, but you do find yourself top of the table. Mm. And if you do finish top of the table for listeners at home, you do go straight to the grand final. It, it happened last year where you guys finished top of the table. What did you do in that week off? Because I'm sort of having this uh, debate with myself. Is it actually an advantage having the week off and not playing a game that week? So what are your thoughts on that? And, and what did you guys do during that uh, that week off last year? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Sometimes you look at it and you think, oh, crikey, we'd watched that Stars-Mystics game and thought, boy, it's hard to replicate that level of competition, mm. you know, in your training week. And sometimes you think, oh, are you better to take the rest or are you better to get the game time? So we try and replicate. Um, and again, yeah, we're not in the grand final direct. We've got, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge and how fantastic that every game in this next round counts. So we'll be sitting there right through till Monday waiting for that final result. And there's a few few bits to play, but... Uh, we know at the moment our focus is to make sure we secure our own game and, and what happens after that is putting pressure back on others to do their part. So we've planned out, we do about uh, two plans for how we might run that last week. Uh, at this stage, having that big block where we had nine games in that month, we're starting to just see a little bit of fatigue uh, coming in. So we've just started to reshape a couple of our weeks to look at how we can freshen up uh, how we, you know, maintain that ability to still get physical load, but the most important thing is getting a mental unload. And how do we build excitement about going into a grand final? Because in the end, you win, you win. It's great. If you don't, it's just such a privilege to make it, you know, up to that point. So that's a really big piece for us is um, freshening them up mentally, giving enough physical load but not fatigue, and then looking for some of those, it, I suppose, like fun moments, some real energy bursts where they can remember, wow, this is, it's awesome to get here and it's been, you know, a mix of challenge and, and some success. But you're never the same team ever again. There's always change. There's always something that's different. And so just to really enjoy that time in those last um, weeks together and, and get the game plan really simplified. So, yeah, we've got a couple of plans that we're looking at. And, again, take that back to the players, which, what do you think? Where are you at? As leaders, what do you think is going to make the difference? And if they've got the buy-in, then that's all that matters. Whether I agree with it or not really doesn't matter at that point. If they believe it's the right thing to do, it's the right thing to do. Yvette, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, speaking to you tonight. Thank you very much for your time. It's it's always very enjoyable. And getting into that mastermind, Yvette, you are the wonderful coach. So thank you very, very much for joining me tonight. Nā mihi. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora.